it without question made our presentation uh, better. And whether it's an all-star game, which is you know uh, one of the top things we get to host or any event, don't take place without how can we utilize our video display and enhance the event we're going to host. Hello, and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Chris Goodell, president of the Mankato Moondogs. He's going to talk about hosting the Northwoods League All-Star Game, what a video display brings to the overall fan experience, as well as opportunities it creates for other events at the ballpark. We're here with Chris today of the Mankato Moondogs. Chris, how you doing? Doing great, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, the opportunity to chat today. Yeah, and then sitting over here with me is Matt Anderson, as always. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm doing good, Justin. Thank you. So, Chris, could you start by giving us um, what Matt likes to say is an origin story, a little <laughs> of your background and uh, how long you've been with the Moondogs? Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, I've been in the Northwoods League, Summer Collegiate League now for 22 years. We just wrapped up our our uh, seasons here the, earlier this month, and uh, our uh, our ownership group, a five member group, uh, we took over the Mankato Moondogs in 2018. Uh, was our first season there, uh, formerly known as the Mankato Mashers in Mankato, Minnesota, and and we took over the club there in in 2018 uh, with some pretty significant ballpark renovations, and which of course includes a uh, very large video board display, and uh, and so we've had the pleasure of. Of working in the Mankato market for uh, for the past four seasons, as a matter of fact, just wrapped it up. And um, like you said, I've had the pleasure of being in the Northwoods League uh, for 22 years now. We also have teams in La Crosse, Wisconsin, La Crosse Loggers, where we also have a Dectronics video board display. And then we have a team in Rochester, Minnesota, the Rochester Hawkers as well. So we have three teams under our ownership group. And uh, uh, obviously, as you can tell, very much fans of the Northwoods League summer collegiate concept here. Nice. And I was kind of thinking, you know, you mentioned 2018 is when you came to the Moondogs, but you've been around for a long time, kind of. Have you always just been around baseball kind of your entire life or kind of how did you get into this line of work? Yeah, you know, I, I uh, back 20 some odd years ago, um, I got a call from uh, my very first Little League baseball coach, uh, by the name of Gary Rima, who was in Waterloo, Iowa at the time and just taken over as the general manager of the Waterloo Bucks, also of the Northwoods League. And I was working on my master's at that time, and, and he asked me to come up and be his right-hand man, and I don't know if I was interested, and, and uh, uh, I did not know a great deal about the Northwoods League at the time, but I knew it was baseball, and uh, I had played a little bit of collegiate baseball myself, not very well, but played it, and uh, uh, any chance to get into the baseball world, I jumped at, and, and that was back in 1997, and it really just fell in love with the concept of the league at that time, and um, spent three and a half years in Waterloo, Iowa, um, as the assistant general manager there, um, stepped away for a year in 2002. Um, but not too far away, actually at, from baseball, I got to work, uh, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, I sold advertising sales for a local ABC affiliate, but, uh, in the evenings, I was the official score for the Cedar Rapids Colonels, the oh. Midwest league team there, uh, which happened to be, uh, the first year of their new stadium back in 2002. And, uh, and spent that year there before we got things going in La Crosse, Wisconsin in the fall of 02 and uh, started a team here, the Loggers, and built a stadium from the ground up um, and have been really in La Crosse ever since. Uh, obviously, the general manager and now the, the, the president of 
uh, all three of our teams, uh, again, stemming into Rochester and Mankato. So, um, uh, yeah, I've been in baseball for a, a long, long time, and more specifically the Northwoods League. And I've um, uh, been a part of a really a, a league that when I got involved in 97, I believe we had about – eight teams in the league okay. and now the league is 22 teams and it's the largest summer collegiate league in the country nice. uh for summer collegiate baseball so uh uh yeah big fans of, of the league and, and of course the game of baseball as you can tell yeah and you mentioned something there that you you helped build a stadium from the, from the ground up earlier in your career did that have any um bearing or or reference point for you for the 2018 changes that you made at the moondogs yeah, I mean, certainly all those experiences uh, help, and, and at the same time, we try and borrow and steal from other great people within our industry, but uh-huh. um, yeah, literally the, the, the field that we uh, took over, there was an existing field. Um, it was a dirt infield with small bleachers, but it, we, we picked it in La Crosse, Wisconsin because of the location. It's right in the heart of the north side of La Crosse on a main road, kind of unmistakable to miss it as you come into town, and and so literally we we laid the original infield side by hand ourselves and and were built the grandstands and the and the uh, sports deck and uh, our suites are in the version of log cabins in the outfield here in lacrosse being the loggers oh, cool. uh, so we've built from yeah kind of from day one we've just been building and adding to it and our very first year we had seating for about 1700 and we averaged 2700 fans a night in year number one and and so we had a nice problem um, and so we we had to add on in a good way to to reach the demand. And, and today our ballpark uh, in Lacrosse anyway seats about thirty two fifty uh, from a uh, capacity standpoint. And, and we've kind of chipped away and added on ever since. And uh, at least hearing from a Lacrosse standpoint, seven years ago we added our uh, which would it kind of been a dream of ours since we started. We added a Dectronics uh, video board display um, to our facility as well, a seventeen foot by thirty foot display, and. Um, Loved the presentation that went with it, and then we were able to get going in Mankato in 2018. You know, our group said, "Boy, this is this is certainly an element that we need to bring in for the fans and and everybody in attendance because of what it does for the presentation of of the events we put on. Not to mention, add to potential events that we can put on. So um, that was kind of a no brainer. We had a chance to enhance the facility in Mankato. Uh, bringing in a, a video display was was certainly something that we. Uh, want to do and saw very early and we're fortunate to be able to put it in and thinking of you know you mentioned the the log cabins at the other one because when it comes to these these stadiums right whether it is you know brand new brand new from scratch or you're renovating what's always fun to hear about these stories right is is the entertainment aspect it's different than major league baseball right it's all about the the fun people have there at the park so when you start looking at these how does the video board kind of play into that is it accent kind of other things going on or how do you rank them kind of yeah, you know, it, it completely changed our presentation um, uh, for the better when when we did. And I and I obviously I can reference this having spent a number of years without a video board, and then I, I still remember very vividly um, uh, seven years ago when we brought it into Lacrosse, and of course just four years ago in, in Mankato when uh, you know you look at the as you pointed out the entertainment piece is huge. We're very similar to minor league baseball in that regard. So we have. Uh, every in-between inning, we have something going on. In in back in the day, before video displays, everything was done on the field, right? Whether it was a dizzy bat race or it was a kid's base race or mm-hmm. whatever we conjured up was always done on the field and typically on the infield. Well, you look at our facilities these days and in all three of our facilities, we have a considerable amount of deck, log cabin, suite uh, seating in our outfield areas, you know, perched atop our right field wall. 
Well, if you're out enjoying a game in a suite or a deck out there, and we're trying to run a dizzy bat race near home plate, you don't really get to see that much. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. You know, you're, you're 350, 400 feet away. Well, now put a video board display mm-hmm. in place, and now everybody can see everything up front and center on a giant TV that's HD right in front of them. And on top of it, uh, you know, the conversations that we had to, to bring in such things as smile cams and dance cams and, and just add other elements to our entertainment that I think made the overall fan experience even better uh, was just, uh, it was tenfold. You know, it was tremendous to be able to do that. And um, the other thing it opens up is the opportunity to have a more unique conversation with, uh, with our, uh, our partners, our sponsors, mm-hmm. and ways that we can present them in uh, an even better light up on a very giant TV in our ballparks and in an unmistakable uh, area. You know, I, we, we've gone through this obviously a lot through 22 years, but it, you look at where people's eyes go when they're at a, a, a baseball facility mm-hmm. and whether it's the radar gun after every single pitch, which of course is attached either in the scoreboard or video board or however you, it's set up, mm-hmm. or of course the video board display, uh, you find yourself gravitated, you know, to the scoreboards and video boards and, and to be able to enhance it with a video display. It really, it just changed the way we do everything in our ballparks and in, and again, in a, in a much better way and, and gives us much more, um, uh, dynamic abilities to not only present it better, but also change it, uh, in a way and in very quick way on a nightly basis for our partners, for our fans and keep it lively, keep it, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so it doesn't get stale. There's always a quick opportunity to change that. So, um, yeah, it, uh, it certainly changed us for, for the better and it still does today because of the opportunities it provides. Nice. And obviously you knew that you wanted to have a, a video display and, and you went with Dactronics in 2018 with the Moondogs to install that. Um, you've been talking about how you're using it and what you can do with it. Um, can we take just a step back to say when you started looking for a display, what was that process like or, or how did you get started? Sure. You know, absolutely. I mean, we had, um, you know, much like anything else you look to purchase, you do your due diligence, right? And, mm-hmm. and you check into all the options and uh, from the, the quality to the pricing to the people you're working with and in in the customer service that can go with it and the, and the follow up. And um, uh, obviously that, that was the, the the customer service tech support questions that went into it. You know, what if something goes wrong on a game day or something's not quite working? It is, it's technology, right? And, mm-hmm. and we, uh, we've had the pleasure to work with Joey Holsebus, um, on both boards, um, that, that we've purchased both in lacrosse and Mankato. Um, and he's just, he's been nothing but outstanding, um, uh, from the very get go, very upfront, um, open, uh, about the, the capabilities, um, the follow-up that goes with it. And, and, um, uh, uh, you know, we've developed a really nice relationship for many years now. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, he was just in lacrosse. As a matter of fact, here about two weeks ago, we had lunch and, and caught up. And <laughs> and um, so the other thing that I should point out too, it, before we bought the one that we put into Mankato that off season, we actually took a trip um, out to your plant okay. um, in the Dakotas nice. and saw it firsthand. Um, and that was fascinating. And and. Uh, naturally, we'd already bought and one, as you know, in lacrosse at that time. Um, two of our other owners had not weren't as intimately familiar with it, so we took a trip out and got a tour of the facility, which was uh, very impressive. And uh, of course, to see the different uh, uh, options in uh, HD and and uh, everything that goes into it, it was mm-hmm. it was just impressive. And the testing that goes into it, you know, to ensure what products can 
you know, uh, hold up when you're in an outdoor element all the time. Like it was, it was incredibly impressive. And I think that just drove it all home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and we've done the research and we, you know, to know that Dectronics is the leader in this area. Um, it certainly gives you a, a, a comfortable feeling, obviously, when you're going to make an investment like that. But at the same time, you're also going to tell sponsors, we're going to put on a professional display for you every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's got to happen. That's got to happen. And, and in our markets, it has happened and it continues to happen. And so um, Joey was a huge part of that, uh, being able to see the production of the plant, everything with it, just kind of, it also drove that home too. I was going to say, yeah, Joey is a great guy. And, and coming out and visiting here, we just got done talking on our last podcast episode about experiences of what they're like when people come to Brookings here, because this is where Justin and myself are based out of too, Chris. And it's the, the reactions we usually get from people are pretty varied, but that's usually on the, I mean, I knew you guys made, you know, scoreboards and displays and stuff, but when they see the size of the manufacturing buildings right. and everything and realize how much is actually done here in South Dakota, it's kind of, I would say it's overwhelming to them, but it's, we've heard experiences from people coming up from the airport in Sioux Falls, right? Driving up the interstate, Mm-hmm. Not a lot of scenery, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's all these big buildings, and it's our, <laughs> our, our DAC campus, as we call it. Yep. <laughs> um, was it kind of like that for you? Like you said, you had heard of us before, but when you first came out and saw our, our corporate headquarters, what was your first impressions like? Well, the word overwhelming was, that's a good one to use. You're right, because um, I don't want to say you're out in the middle of nowhere, obviously, but um, you know, to go in and just see the size uh, of the facility the detail that goes in to each product. I, I think there was a board when we were on the tour that was being made for the University of Georgia at the time, which mm. was incredibly impressive uh, display. Um, to hear all the rigors that everything goes through um, and just to see the technology and the advancements. Um, and again, this would have been, what, three years after we got our original one, uh, right. I believe. At that point, you know, just to see the, how things had continued to advance and um, you guys don't sit still. It, it's obvious. It's apparent. <laughs> it's um, always looking to the future and uh, how can you make it better and improve and add to it. And, and um, it, it's it's easy to see why when you look around the country and see major facilities and they have electronics boards, um, you, you see why. Um, because of what you guys do in that facility and uh, continue to kind of push the envelope to enhance and make better. So uh, yeah, overwhelming is a pretty good word. I, I would certainly <laughs> agree and use that one too. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, and then once it's uh, you know made and delivered, it gets to your site and you, and you turned it on in 2018 at, at the Moondogs. Did you guys notice uh, a reaction compared to what was there before from <laughs> either your fans or your players? Was it maybe overwhelming yeah. there too? <laughs> Oh, without question. Without question. Our, our display in Mankato is 20 by 50, and it's right above our right field wall, and we're not terribly deep in right field. We've got a berm down the right field side. You are, I don't care if you're uh, in the top row of the grandstand or you're in the berm, you're right next to that thing's up front in person. You can't, it's unmistakable. <laughs> and and I just look at this year, we, I know we'll talk about it, but we, we had the all-star event uh, for the Northwest League this year, which was a tremendous event, but um, the images and the shots that come from games that uh, I saw so many times this, this summer on social media or in, or in the media, a uh, player of ours hit a home run and the picture is taken from the first base side with the video board in the background mm-hmm. uh, with a home run graphic display as he's rounding first, hitting the second. Uh, you know, it's like you know, a scene from The Natural or something. It's so big and, <laughs> and awesome that goes with it. So, um, yeah, it's it's an unmistakable part. Even if you're driving up to our facility, it's so large, it's unmistakable. But um, uh, the amount of things that we can do with 
that board over there and have done and continue to do. Um, it's almost like there's no ceiling uh, to, to what we can do with it. But um, yeah, there was a lot of oohs and ahs and wows uh, when that <laughs> yeah. went in there. And that's a facility too, guys, I should point out um, prior to renovations. And, and we, we have an all turf field now that went in four years ago as well at the same time that um, the video display went in. Um, we went from a very pedestrian facility to, I, I would uh, arguably say one of the finer ones in the Midwest and certainly in the Northwoods league and the board, the, the display um, is a big, big part of that presentation too. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we funnel a lot of things uh, through that board. You can imagine from, from a fan experience standpoint. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned on the, on a topic we wanted to cover too, as uh, as well was the all-star game. And you kind of hinted a little bit, you know, about how the video board helped out with that. Um, you being around before and being a part of these different teams, was this kind of your first time being a part of the all-star game and how did that go? Yeah, we, we actually had a chance to host it in 2006 in lacrosse. Okay. And, and so that's obviously going back quite a few years, pre, pre, uh, video board in lacrosse even. Yeah. And then, uh, Mankato had it in 07, the year after we were not involved in that one. Um, obviously the facility was, it's actually night and day, uh, from then to what it is today. Um, but we wanted to host this game because our, our facility has been so dramatically renovated. We wanted to, um, invite the entire league to town, uh, and share our facility with them. And of course the benefits for our, uh, city of Mankato and our restaurants and hotels is, uh, pretty immense when you host an all-star event, but you know, you saw it first and foremost on, on night one, we had a two day event. So we had our home run derby or home run challenge on mm-hmm. a Monday evening mm-hmm. before our banquet, uh, luncheon banquet. And then of course the all-star game itself on Tuesday, the home run challenge that we put together, we, we kind of borrowed uh, a little bit of the major league baseball uh, home run derby concept with, with timed hitting for each of the players it had not been done in our league before. And so uh, our league uh, creates two teams, one from each division, and there's nine hitters on each team. And so there's nine innings of a home run challenge, essentially. So you have a team title and an individual title. Well, typically the amount of home runs hit is, is it's okay. It hasn't been great. Well, there's new challenge. We had 140 baseballs leave ISG field um, <laughs> that day. We went through more baseballs. You can even imagine, <laughs> but what was from a video display because of the size of our board and the capabilities uh, our operators were able to put up uh, up to the second tallies of not only the individual hitting it, but the team total went up. We had live video on part. We broke the screen down into multiple displays. It was like a hub of, if you're a baseball junkie um, uh, in, in a stat type of guy from a home run challenge perspective, the, the video board was, was uh, just a, a uh, heaven for display when it went into that. And uh, it made the presentation, obviously, of the entire event even better. And, of course, being in right field, a lot of baseballs went flying towards the video display <laughs> oh, in, no. in right field, too. So, um, And then the game itself, of course, the capabilities um, in, in the video board was front and center and everything we did with the All-Star game. So um, it, 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 without question, made our presentation uh, better and uh, you know, there's whether it's an all-star game, which is, you know, uh, one of the top things we get to host or any event, you know, most all of our discussions um, don't take place without how can we utilize our video display and enhance the event we're going to host, you know, again, whether it's an all-star game, a regular season game, obviously a movie night, uh, a festival, we might host a concert, that type of thing. Um, it always is, is, is certainly up towards the top of the list of, 
how can we use it to make the presentation of the event even better? And, uh, and that certainly played out that way for, uh, for our all-star event too this year. Yeah, no, I like that. Cause you talked about, you know, when you had a, the experience prior to with pre video board and this, yeah. because you've also mentioned listening to you talk, Chris, about when something happens, there's just a natural reaction of people now in a stadium for what to look right. And I could definitely understand it at a home run derby when someone hits something's going on all the attention's got to go for okay what what was that one how i don't know if you're doing distance but what number was that and it's kind of a an initial thing that you got to do there um so then just thinking about all that stuff and then i I had a question you you just started to hit on a little bit too was um maybe the importance of the boards that you can host other things other than just baseball games there yeah and that that was part of our initial discussion when we first got it uh even here in lacrosse and certainly carrying to mankato is you know, you look at the business models of our teams uh, through the uh, last five to 10 years, baseball is always first and, and foremost, but how else can we use our facilities um, to expand on our business models? And in being in the Midwest, of course, you know, November through February, March can be a little challenging um, yeah. when there's white stuff flying around, but <laughs> you've got great weather, you know, April through even into October. And, that, and that's our baseball season only covers three months. So what else can we do? You know, when you start looking at now, we have uh, quality capacities. We've got AstroTurf facilities. We've got a, a naturally concession uh, restroom facilities, locker rooms. You got everything all encompassed, and then a tremendous video display on top of it. So, um, movie nights have become uh, certainly a, a staple uh, in lacrosse, whether it's private movie night displays or, or where families can bring their blankets out and play in the outfield grass and, and take in a movie, which, you know, is, is good for families of all sorts and sizes. Um, we've gotten into concerts, you know, and, and you start incorporating uh, the video displays with maybe you're not right in front of the stage, but now you can look on the video board and pick it up, um, you know, first and foremost and see the, the, um, the, the singer or the band that might be up there. We had, we've had a couple of MMA fights. Oh, okay. uh, as well, uh, in, in which we, um, you know, I think back to our very first one, uh, we got our cameras mobile. And, and as you can imagine, the presentations of the fighters as they enter the ring is a big deal. Um, well, we put our cameras right in front of them as they made their entry into the ring or the octagon, I should say, you know, with the music blaring, you could see them right on the video board, you know, right front and center, uh, up close view of the fighters as they came in. So, um, yeah, there's there's all kinds of things, festivals um, that, that want to come in and maybe they've done it in a different location in our cities or locale. And they say, you know what? Well, your facility offers a lot uh, of amenities, including video. How can we tie that in? Um, even into business presentations, sometimes larger meetings, you can use it as a display. So, um, yeah, it, it, it has helped us expand our business model and event model of things we can host um, without question, uh, not only number of events, but again, enhancing the type of events that we do host. Yeah. And you mentioned all the different capabilities that you have with the display for the different events you can host and different things you can put on it. And even when you were talking about the home run derby, it's, it's being this hub of information for everything. Did you guys kind of, um, realize what the control features over the past couple of years leading up to the all-star game and learn as you went there and, and realize, Hey, we can do some fun things from the control side of things with this display. Yeah, we've got some very talented people in both our markets that um, really know how to dive into that. And I'm not sure we've even totally scratched the entire surface yet on using all of it. it, it you know, we've got a TriCaster 860 model on lacrosse um, that helps with a lot of different things, as you might imagine, too, that, that can tie into it. So, um, but as we mentioned, the All Star Game, the especially the home run challenge piece, 
the amount of information on that board and tied into he you know he, he put up a timer up there it was a clock that counted down to go along with tallying the home runs you, you mentioned distance we have uh track man um equipment in our in our facilities so you start looking at exit velocity and oh, uh, distance traveled and the information that you know we can obtain and, and put up there um it goes on and on and on and when you when you've got that kind of a size of a display um gives you a lot of room to do a lot of different things um which is neat and in we run DAC stats um so you get live stats you know whenever the players are coming up to bat um it's it's uh, up to the second batting averages as you can imagine same with pitchers that come in so those are synced in and well in in both of our ballparks so um yeah there's uh the the ability to um, not only sync, you know, that type of information, but like our, our graphics people who are extremely talented, the fun that they have creating new presentations and images, and again, can do it because it's digital. And, and I, I don't want to take that for granted because you look at pre-video, everything was a static sign, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you make a static sign. It's not changing for the the season, you know, for our local sponsors. It's there and it's a great presence. But of course, on our video, we can change that display on a nightly basis if they want, mm-hmm. um, and, and just provides us with more flexibility to provide to our sponsors in that regard too. So, um, and yeah, the show control and the the, the the technology we have to put into it um, really makes it easy to use, even to the point where, uh, like myself, who doesn't live in it uh, by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. uh, I can even load things in there and, and put it up on the display too if we need to on a on a you know a last minute type of deal. Um, when something might change. So, um, yeah, we try to use as much as we can, and I, I still think we have a lot more room to even grow and, and do more things as we learn more about it each and every year. And I like this too, Chris, because it kind of, sometimes we may say it's the unsung hero, right? Because you say you need a new video board. That's the first thing people think mm-hmm. about when they're attained. Look how nice the video board is. But when you're talking about the control system behind the scenes, it's one of those, yeah, the board might be nice, but if you can't do certain things with it via the control system, it's really not going to be as impactful, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Without question. And, and as we really tell our game day staff, it's uh, what we do to uh, prepare for the event and load into the system is what makes the event go on the presentation. end. it's, and if you don't have the capabilities on the back end or the behind the scenes look right to, to make it all look good and get it all preloaded, you know, we're, we're in sporting events, right? Where things happen that are unexpected baseball, there is no time limit. You don't have time to adjust on the fly in the middle of a sporting event uh, mm-hmm. to create a new graphic. It's got to be pre-done ahead of time. And, and the, uh, the, the show control and the, the areas that we can load things into um, to make it go and, and also organize it. Uh, as well in that show control, you know, where you can move buttons around to put them in the proper places so that when, you know, a grand slam is hit, you know, where you're going to hit what that button is, or there's a strike at you hit a strikeout button or whatever the instance might be that pops up mm-hmm. um, to have all those pre-produced and pre-built and put in. Um, we've purchased, you know, a, a number of Vectronics graphics when we first got the boards and, and I tried to add to that as well. And, um, we even worked with some of your people. Uh, I think we created a Plinko board at one point. Oh, nice. It was an active digital Plinko board. And, you know, <laughs> these are some requests you get from sponsors, that type of thing. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, yeah, the um, uh, the old whammy game that used to be on where the oh, – yeah, you know, no whammies? The, yeah. Yeah, no yeah. whammies. We created one of those one year that went up on the video board that it moved and all, you know, so – 
um, a lot of those came from requests from or conversation with sponsors too. Like, hey, could we do something like this? And well, with the digital and with your guys's services, yeah, you can. It's <laughs> kind of like let your mind go wild and and see what you can come up with uh, next. And that makes it fun for everybody. It makes it fun for the staff. Makes it fun for the sponsor. Makes it fun for the fans too. When uh, when we had those type of capabilities. That's awesome. I haven't heard that in, in quite a, what was the name of the show? It, press is, Your Luck. Is it Press Your Luck? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of it too. <laughs> Everybody remembers the whammy. I always so remember we all the no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, yeah. stop. And then there you go. But uh, that's awesome. I mean, and we're talking about like fan excitement at games. And and so far this year, Chris, we've been talking with customers, right, coming out of what last year was because of COVID and events being shut down. Have you noticed, I mean, whether it's the all-star game that happened or anything else this year, is there... Can you tell, does it seem like fans are a little more excited this year to be at a live sporting event than they may have been prior to COVID? Yeah, without question. I, I think that goes from fans to staff to everybody involved. You know, yeah, not that we ever took it for granted before, but, you know, it gets put in perspective a little bit um, when it gets taken away or, or gets reduced or minimized. And, yeah. you know, you look, you look, our business models are built on gathering people. Mm-hmm. And we were told during the pandemic, don't gather people. Right. Um, that's, that's a challenging statement right there. Um, and so when everybody was able to return and I think what people missed as much as anything, just the atmosphere of a full stadium, yep. the fun yeah. that goes with it and the crowd getting into it and, and the music gets going and the crowd is into it and the video display that they get to watch and take it. Those are things that that's, that's why they keep coming or they come back and that was taken away from them. That's what makes sporting events, live sporting events, you know, uh, like nothing else that you can do and you can take in. And, and, um, that was taken away from us and, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't happen ever again, obviously. Yep. <laughs> right. um, um, as we talked about, especially in the Midwest, right. Where during the winter months, we can't go outside and play baseball. <laughs> <Right>. so <laughs> we have to enjoy them as much as we can. And all the amenities that we've put in place, we have to maximize them while, while we have that good weather to do it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, I, people were, uh, almost, I, I don't want to say like an opening, you know, inaugural season type of thing, mm-hmm. but to a certain degree, it had a little feel like that. Like, like this is the first time we're we're getting to come out to this in our own community. And that was, that was pretty neat to see. I, I like you saying the staff is excited as well, because that mm-hmm. reminds me, we talked with um, Nick Schmeichel with Sideline Productions. They do video displays for concerts, touring, kind of set up teardown events. And we had him on earlier and he said, you know, last year they took a huge hit because no one was having events to set displays up for. Mm-hmm. But then when they started going this year, there were little things like running cable with with a smile on my face. Like, yeah. you know, it was certain <laughs> things where it was, I had things that I hated doing before. And now I love that I am back to being able to get to do those. Again. Yeah. Absence makes the heart grow fonder yeah, there. <laughs> yes. Very true. Right. And so you were saying that you, you just finished up this season uh, recently. Uh, what's, what's kind of in store now? You said you've got other events. I'm sure you've got other things kind of lined up for the rest of the fall, maybe. Or, or what are you looking forward to next season? Yeah, we do have a few events in each of our markets. You had non-baseball events. Uh, we got a movie night uh, scheduled actually for tomorrow here in Lacrosse. Uh, we were supposed to have a dueling pianos event last night. It got rained out or, or delayed. Wow, we pushed it back a week. Um, we've got a murder mystery event in our Mankato uh, oh, market awesome. uh, coming up, which murder on the mound, which, uh, you know, kind of find out who done it. Um, Sounds terrible, but fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have a feeling the mascot might be involved, but, um, <laughs> um, 
we've got a couple of concerts yet in September, one in Rochester, one in, in La Crosse here as well. So, uh, again, well, yeah, we're going to keep utilizing our facility while the weather allows us to as much as we can. And um, I don't say I wouldn't say we've gotten all the way back on those events the, where we were, you know, pre-pandemic. We were pretty loaded on, you know, we'd have a couple of concerts a year, multiple movie nights, but it, it certainly it has certainly crept back in a pretty good way. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to enjoy those um, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the fall until the snow starts to go. And um, at the same time, it's it's uh, recapping and assessing and, and planning for 2022, which is obviously fun as well. And and what are the what are the things that worked? What didn't? What are the new things we can do? You know, and build in. And oh, yeah. um, as you can imagine, the in-game presentation of the promotions is an ongoing conversation. You know, yeah. uh, what are the new things we can come up with? What, uh, what is the best way we can do to, to have fun with it? And, mm-hmm. um, our video component is, uh, instantly the first part of that conversation you, you, as you can imagine. And it goes hand in hand. We get start getting back out into the community here and meet with our partners mm-hmm. and our sponsors. And, um, what can we do to make the, give them something unique and make them stand out. Right. Um, in our video displays, uh, certainly help us compared to facilities that don't have them without, without question. So um, yeah, big things we'll be looking forward to 2022. It's our 20th year anniversary in lacrosse. So oh, you nice. can imagine cool. we're going to have some fun with that as well. Um, we added brand new suites in Mankato that literally got in uh, going after the season got going in time for all-star game this year. So that's still relatively new there too. So, um, tons of opportunities in all of our markets and our league for that matter too. Our, our league continues to look to grow as well. So, uh, it's exciting to be a part of, um, teams and a league that, uh, are always continually growing. Yeah. It sounds like you've got a lot of exciting things going on. I know I'm going to go look up that, uh, murder on the mound and see what that's all about. Cause that <laughs> sounds awesome. It's not too far of a drive for us, right? No, Justin? No, like, I, I'm not I, I might make a drive out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Chris, we wanted to thank you for, for taking the time to sit down with us today and talk about, uh, all things baseball from lacrosse to Mankato Moondogs. Well, I appreciate the, the call and the chance to, to chat and, uh, I can comfortably say it's it's been nothing but a pleasure to work with uh, anybody from Dectronics we've come across. And uh, we love our boards and um, uh, look forward to using them for many, many years to, to come. And, and uh, you know, we've got one facility that doesn't have one yet, so we're going to try and change that here in the future too. <laughs> okay. Let us know what we can do Sounds to Sounds like a good idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Will do. All, All right. right. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.